At New Beginnings, we are people connecting people to Jesus and is ever restoring life where we live, work, and play. We want to raise relentless, spirit-led disciple makers who walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. This resource is made available to equip and empower our leaders in seeing how Restore Groups help accomplish this in the life of the disciple. I'm your host, Craig Connor, and today I will be joined by Jeremy Riddles. So we've come to our fourth conversation, and uh, I am again joined by Jeremy. So again, a good day. And uh, Jeremy, how are we doing? Great. Yeah. Again, anytime I get to sit down with my buddy and friend, <laughs> Craig Connor, it's a great day. Same, same. And he uh, definitely overhypes me, and everybody who knows me understands that. So, um, no, it's just been Not awesome. True. Not, Not true. true. No, yeah. okay. Um, but we have been in the season of our our restore group um it is coming to an end here pretty soon um at this point uh you should have had at least three conversations uh with your restore group leaders and uh or your restore group members i should say uh conversation one we talked about why we multiply um so that's dealing with who will multiply and when we will multiply conversation two we talked about identifying those potential members uh, so at that point, we began writing down names, several names of people that we would possibly ask into our next Restore group, um, and they needed to be faithful, available, intentional, teachable, and hungry, using that acronym for faith. And um, conversation three, we got to the point of actually inviting those potential members into the Restore group, and we went over some common mistakes that we make when inviting people to our group. And we added the accountability question of how and when do you expect to invite people on your list to restore group? And at this point, you should have already had many of your members rotating through and leading your group at this point. So they kind of understand, and here's the thing, they need to understand that it shouldn't take that much more to lead a restore group than it does to take to show up to a restore group. Um, Because this is more of a discipling each other type of group rather than having a lecture, someone who's lecturing uh, uh, all the members of the group. Um, And then this week, we get to talk about celebrate and commissioning. So this is the last conversation before you multiply in your group. And and what you've probably realized is that um, the process of multiplying or going through these conversations or finding your next potential members has not gone as smoothly as you expected. uh, because people are messy, right? Um, when we multiply, we're not talking about math. Um, we're talking about people and their lives and soul care and uh, their minds, right? Yeah. Not just if we meet, but what happens in that meeting? What happens when God shows up? And that can be really messy. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, this is a great time. You as a leader, we just want to encourage you, you know, thanks for sticking with it. And really push through in this time because it can be messy. Um, sometimes it's difficult to get people on board, you know, whatever it is. Um, just stick with it. Mm-hmm. You've been here this long. Um, and so I want you to stick with it. Remain faithful. Um, continue to pray for those new members. Continue to invite um, and show up. Continue to show up. Sometimes we get a little senioritis at the end of things. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I'm a college minister, so yeah. I understand this in my soul. But uh, just encourage you to continue 
meeting, continue engaging your members. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, you know, to the, to the group, we just want to continue to encourage you to, to just continue in this, you know, disciple making is not easy. No, no. If it were, everybody would do it. That's right. That's right. It takes some <laughs> discipline. And yeah. throughout this journey, everybody has become very acquainted with discipline. Yeah. Right. Um, but we've also experienced uh, the fruit of spiritual disciplines. Mm-hmm. We've also experienced God through those disciplines. And it's always worth it. Right. Yeah. Um, and so can just help your members and you remember what God has done mm-hmm. in this restore group and that He's in charge. You're not. You can relax. You can rest, um, and your members or you might not have the next three that you want to in your in your pot- potential group. Right? You may have not gotten three yeses yet. That's okay. Um, as Jeremy said, continue to show up uh, to your restore group, engage in your restore group, continue to pray, and continue to invite. Yeah. Um, and so, in this last meeting, we are discussing. We are having a celebrate time, a celebration time, and a commissioning time. Um, you won't be going over the disciplines in this group. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is going to be your most relational group, I guess you could say, uh, where you're really just thanking, praising, reflecting, and uh, casting the vision for the future of these groups. And so, again, this is not a time where we're going to be doing the the Here Journal. Yeah. Um, and our Multiply Guide has some resources there mm-hmm. that you that'll help you walk through this celebrating process. Yeah, absolutely. Like you said, what you know, this group's highly relational. We want to celebrate really what God's done. And in your multiply guide, there's a couple of questions in there just to help you celebrate uh, just what what God's done. And so really dive into these questions and um, allow time for your restore group to really relationally get to connect and celebrate what God's done together during this time as a group. And so it's important to intentionally reflect on how God has moved in our lives, right? Um, mm-hmm. yep. And so, you know, the first question is, um, how has this group, or what has this group meant to you through the the highs and lows of your life, right? And so how have they been there for you? Um, you know? Yeah, chances are your life hasn't been perfect over the next over the last five to nine months. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And really, how has God used this group to, um, you know, really be there for you in these mm-hmm. times? Um, and so in the second question, I really want to dive into this one a little bit, but it says, how have you seen other members in your group grow during this season? Mm, and this great is, question. This is so good. Because mm-hmm. um, a lot of times, Craig, I know we talked about this a little bit, but we're our own worst critics. Absolutely. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so really giving each other a chance to really um, encourage one another and celebrate what God's done mm. in their lives. Yeah. Right? I use the analogy of it's like um, I have an almost two-year-old little girl. And, and I she's see, precious. She's, she's awesome. She's the best. JoJo. She's amazing. Shout out. Um, she's almost two, and I see her every day. Right? Mm-hmm. So it's hard for me to see the growth. Mm-hmm. Right? But when we take her to grandma, grandpa's house... They, the first thing they always say is, oh my gosh, look how big she's gotten. Or yeah. she's changed so much, or she's talking so much more, or her hair's getting so long. Oh my gosh, <laughs> you know, all these different things that they see that I don't notice, right? Right. And so the same thing over the past year or nine months in your restore group, you're with you 
all the time, <laughs> right? Right. And so you can't see the growth that, that God's had in you all the time. And so it's really important to yeah. allow others that can see it from an outside perspective, yeah. really just to celebrate what God's done. And in that analogy, it's a beautiful analogy because really, you know, you think about it, the grandparents are seeing their granddaughter in this case, right? And what seems small and minute to you on a daily basis is a big deal for them, Yeah. right? Yeah. It has a huge encouragement. It's a cause for celebration. In the same way in your, in your restore groups, what may seem like a small part of growth in your own life is, has been huge, in the life of those around you. It's yeah. been a great encouragement. Yeah. It's been inspirational. It's been um, educational. And then sometimes it's called people to repentance. Absolutely. Just your, your growth has changed the way they view God Yeah, and uh, has been life-changing. Mm -hmm. And you just might see that as something small. Yeah. and um, Or you might not see it at all. That's right. That's in, true. In your own life. That's right. So that's why I love this question, really dive into it. Yeah. Yeah. Take um, advantage of this time to encourage one another. Absolutely. Really mm -hmm. celebrate what God's done um, in and through this Restore group mm -hmm. over the past few months. And then the second half of your group um, is going to be commissioning. Now, this part you have to you have to handle with some care because I'm sure as you've all experienced um, you have grown close over this time of discipleship together and um, it's tough uh, when you start looking at man we're not going to get to meet weekly mm -hmm. together um, but this is not a funeral this is not death right. Multiplication, the focus of multiplication is not on the separation, right? Um, it's not death. It's the birth of new things in our lives, okay? It's the birth of God doing much more than we could think or imagine, right? Um, yeah. and, and that's something to look forward to. That's something to be celebrated. That's something to anticipate. Um, and so now we want to transition from celebrating the things that God has done in our past to anticipating the things that he's going to do in our future, mm -hmm. right? And continue to do through the men and women who are currently in our meetings, right? Yeah. And, and here's the thing. This is when we see, as leaders, we may be able to see the potential of our members, right? Mm -hmm. When they go out and we commission them to go out and lead their own groups— that's when we're going to be able to see some of that potential unlocked and brought to life through the power of the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. in their life. Yeah. Uh, they're going to they're going to find confidence in God's moving and in His leading. They're going to learn how to wait patiently. They're going to learn how to how to um, care for other people, and uh, that's something you don't want to steal from them. Yeah. That's not something you want to keep them from. That's something we want to encourage them to. Mm -hmm. Right, and so if we have this idea that this is separating, this is the end. This isn't the end. This is the beginning. This this last meeting of ours is the beginning of many more meetings, mm -hmm. um, and seeing God do much in our lives. Yeah, um, it gives uh, our 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 goal in life is to bring glory to God, 
And uh, we've talked about this a lot. It's not making him more glorious than he already is. God is as glorious as he is. He is infinitely glorious. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that I have innately that I can give him that adds to him, right? Right. But what it does, it, it spreads that glory on earth, mm-hmm. right? It's a lot, It's through the disciplines. It's through God's moving through us that other people, all of a sudden, there's a revelation of how glorious God is mm. because of the work that he's doing in us. When we multiply, we allow others and invite others into seeing that glory. Yeah. And man, what an exciting thing that is. Absolutely. Right? And it's not something that we need to shy away from. Yeah. And it's not something that we need to go into uh, screaming and kicking. We don't need to drag our feet into this. This should be something that we anticipate with great joy. And so that's really the heart behind the commissioning. That is the attitude that we want to have ourselves Mm -hmm. and that we want to pass on and give to the people, the members of our current group. And um, I know that every group is going to be different, Mm -hmm. right? Every group has different um, levels of emotional ties. Yeah. That's great. God gifted you that. But it's not over. Just because you're not meeting weekly yeah. doesn't mean that, well, the relationship's done. No, the relationship continues. It's just different. Yeah. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. For sure. Um, I mean, some groups may be fired up about commissioning, right? Yeah. And some others, it's going to be more difficult for them. And that's okay. But it is important to really cast that vision. Yeah. Of this is why we're doing this. Like the yeah. discipleship process isn't over. Right. Until you go do it. That's right. Right? Yeah. And so it's really important in this meeting to cast that vision and to to really celebrate what God has done and then commission yeah. them to yeah. go do it again with someone yeah. else. And some and just logistically some things mm-hmm. that you're going to want to do in the commissioning and this mm-hmm. is in your guide. So please please use the use the worksheet in your guide. Um, but you're going to take some time to pray together. You've celebrated together. You've thanked together. Now you need to pray. Use the page in your guide. It has a blank for the future leader's name. So this is the current member in your group. Mm-hmm. So each member is going to have a blank, right? Um, it's going to have a blank for the prayer request that they have. Now, here's my suggestion with the prayer request. This prayer request should be something that they may be struggling with internally when thinking about starting their group. Yeah. So it may be a fear that they have, an insecurity that they have, something that they maybe it's something they want God to do in their group specifically that is supernatural, that they can't control. Yeah. Those are the type of things we want to pray for. Mm-hmm. Uh, not just a general prayer request. These are prayer requests dealing with the inward workings of the potential leader. That's good. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then it also has a blank for their future members. Because here's the thing, as leaders, as members, as as people who are helping others disciple and connect to Jesus, we want to pray for their members too, not just ours. Mm-hmm. They're part of the family. Yeah. This is not a separate autonomous group. Mm-mm. They are the body of Christ, and we want to be praying for one another in those things. So yeah. I want to know the names of the potential members of these new groups mm-hmm. so i can pray for them and i can pray for that leader yeah um and so that's important that's a that's a it is that is what we mean by your relationship with your members your current members is not over yeah different absolutely i will never stop praying for you yeah right mm-hmm. that bond may be not something that that is that is um now fostered 
and grown through a weekly meeting together. But how about praying for one another daily, praying for their potential members, yeah. sharing in the celebrations and the victories that they're that they're going to be having. Yeah. There's other ways to walk alongside them in discipleship. Absolutely. And also as their group leader, you know, being a resource for them mm. as they you commission them to go off. Yeah, that's good. That relationship doesn't end uh, right then and there, like that's you good. said, Craig, but also let's be a resource to each other. Yeah. You know, if if one of your members are you're commissioning them off and three months into their new restore group, yeah, they're struggling. Yeah. Then hey, have that conversation with them. Be yep. open. Ask them how you can pray for them. That's good. That's really good, Craig. Yep. Uh, also in that uh the guide, the multiply guide, um really you want to set a date for mm-hmm. when these restore groups are going to start. Yeah. Um you know a lot of a lot of us have really good intentions, right? But unless we put it on the calendar, I don't know about you guys. Me and my wife have a Google Calendar, and it doesn't exist yep. unless it's in the calendar. That's right. right. So hey, let's set yep. a date for when this group will start, um, and really hold each other accountable to that date. Um, and you know, like we said, once they've started, once that date comes, mm-hmm. as their leader, you're commissioning them off. Just check in with them. Yep. Check it and say, "Hey, how can I be praying for you? How's your group going?" Yeah, um, because you're right that the relationship doesn't end just because they're commissioned, right? But we're going to hold them accountable, and yeah. hey, we want them to do the same to us. Yeah, right. And yeah. so, and the commissioning hasn't been completed until that first meeting, right? Right. Yeah. And so, really, commit. What we want to avoid is see. I did my part. We're nine months, five months, nine months into this. Um, we had our last meeting. I got their names, I sent them. Now it's all up to them. No, like that is complete separation. That's yeah. not discipleship. Um, mm-hmm. And if anybody thinks that discipleship only takes five to nine months before you're a perfect disciple, I think we've all experienced that that's not true. <clears throat> right? Yeah. So our personal growth in discipleship needs to continue. Mm-hmm. So we still, as members of a group, I still need that person who has kind of walked through this with me, been that voice of reason, been that guide on my discipleship journey to continue to guide, to be available, as you said, to be that resource mm-hmm. um, as we move forward. So yeah. that that's a really that's a really good point there, um, Jeremy. Um, and one last tip before we go, uh, one thing that may be just an idea, and I heard this from our friends at Long Hollow. Um, but maybe schedule once all of the groups have gotten started, all these future groups have gotten started and the commissioning has begun, um, maybe maybe schedule a hangout night mm-hmm. with not just all the members that were in your group, but all the members that they have called into their groups. Yeah. And then it's just a really cool time where you get to see what God has done, what it look what multiplication look like mm-hmm. looks like and the impact that it has. Yeah. Yeah, and also you get to see the lineage mm. of your discipleship. Yeah, right. That's good. Uh, you get to physically see the multiplication effect. Yeah. Of yeah. Hey, you, your group of four is now twelve, sixteen. Oh yeah. And you get to visually see that. It, yeah. It'd be amazing. You know. Yeah. That's so good. Well, guys, thanks for joining us, Jeremy. Mm-hmm. Thank you for joining us. And um, again, we want to hear from you um, as as God brings victory into your life, or even as you struggle. We don't want to just be available for your victories. We want to be available in your struggle. 
And so if you need anything, please reach out to one of your multiplication pastors or ministers. Uh, We want to be here for you. We want to pray for you. We want to walk alongside you regardless of what life brings you. And uh, we're your greatest fans. Um, We're rooting for you. And uh, we do want to raise up relentless, spirit-led disciple makers who walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. So we love you guys. And again, if you need anything, please let us know.